Hey, Moving Forward listeners, a quick disclaimer before you listen to this episode, which is part of the book writing miniseries that I recorded several years ago. The books I was a co-author on are no longer in print, and I have since permanently parted ways with my former co-author. As such, I have edited these episodes, removing as many mentions of the titles as possible. I'm also adding this disclaimer to minimize any confusion. The basic information contained within is still helpful, which is why I've decided to keep them on this podcast. I also encourage you to listen to episode 388 to learn more about the reasons behind my decision. Now that we've covered that, I hope you enjoy this series and find these episodes helpful. Thank you. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 256, and this is the wrap-up of the book writing miniseries, part one. I just want to say I have so enjoyed talking with you about this process, and really what I tried to do was document and share all the steps that I took in writing a book, drafting it, going through the editing process, getting it ready, designing a cover, formatting it, all that good stuff, and publishing it for Kindle and paperback or ebook and paperback. And for those of you who are new to this podcast, if you're just tuning in, I'm going to refer you back to the episodes that are released this week, starting with 252 and going up through 255, which I released Monday through Thursday of this week. I basically break up uh, writing a book into four chunks. Uh, Part one is getting started. That's episode 252, where I cover and refer you back to the episodes to get you started on the book writing process. 253, I talk about the tools and framework and refer you back to the episodes that really cover the different tools and the right framework to write a book. And then 253 is, uh, I mean, 254 (laughs) is editors. And uh, I cover the episodes where I talk about working with an editor and what you need to know about that process. And then 255 is about self-publishing, the process and also the marketing of your book. So I refer you back to 252, 255. It's a great uh, place to start if you're just discovering this podcast. For those of you who are still working on your book, it'll be a good recap and refresher back to those episodes that you may want to refer to as reference points as you hit those various benchmarks. I want to remind you, if you've been following this podcast miniseries, do not be do not follow it real time. Most of you are not following it real time. Don't feel bad about that. It's not meant to be a real time podcast. These episodes will be here as you hit the specific benchmarks. I know a lot of you may be in the ideation stage or the early drafting stage or you're just hitting the editing stage. So again, these episodes will be here for you as you hit those benchmarks. So don't feel you have to rush it. Take your time with it. Writing a book is a labor of love. But I've really enjoyed uh, going through this process with you. And I hope you have found these episodes really helpful. All right, let's move into part two. And uh, I'm going to give credit to my friend Angelo, who is writing his book. And uh, he asked me about this a couple months ago, and I thought it was a really, really interesting topic. It's one you don't hear a lot about um, from, you know, when you read about writing a book or, you know, even if you listen to a podcast. At least I haven't really heard this addressed too much. And it's something I talked about back in episode 223. So when you finish your book and when it's out there, you're going to go through a range of emotions. I mean, on the one hand, you're going to feel really excited. You're going to feel really uh, elated. That's something that you worked on, that you put so much time and effort into is finally out there. But you're also going to probably feel some mixed feelings as well. You may even feel a little melancholy. And 
that's sometimes how I feel with this podcast, you know, wrapping up a miniseries. When I wrapped up the Poshmark miniseries on episode 221, I was feeling a little sad about that. I, I tend to get that way when I wrap up a project, a long-term project, I can feel a little bit of melancholy. And you may feel that too. No matter how your book does, even if it's a, it's a, a you're doing great in sales and people love it, you're going to feel a little bit of that loss just simply by virtue of the fact that the project is done. So what do you do with those feelings? And uh, I'm going to call back to advice that my good friend Kristen Wald gave me, and I talked about this on episode 223, and her advice was be gentle with yourself. I think it's great advice. And there are a lot of things you could do. You can plug back into life. You probably sacrificed a lot writing this book. Maybe time away from family, friends, your spouse or significant other. Uh, I imagine a lot of these people are probably in your acknowledgments and you're thanking them because this book took up extra time that you otherwise might have spent with them. So plug back into life with them. Maybe go out to dinner. If you have the opportunity, and maybe take a mini vacation. Those are all good things to do. Treat yourself and just be gentle with yourself. Take a little time to just decompress. And it, it'll take a little getting used to that you're not working on this other thing. I mean, anytime you take on an endeavor, whether it's going to school to get a degree, whether it's writing a book, uh, whether it's it's any project that you're working on, you're spending so much time on, once it's over, you're going to have those feelings. So um, just be gentle with yourself. Take the time to kind of process those feelings and know that it's okay to have those mixed feelings. The other thing you might want to do is start thinking about another book. Going through the process of writing one book, you'll have a pretty good idea of whether or not this is something you want to do again. And the nice thing about writing one book is that you've written a book, you've accomplished something that many people want to do but don't ever get the chance to do, and it's up to you if you want to continue down that path. Maybe you have another book in you. Maybe you got the taste for this. Maybe you even want to pursue uh, another career as an author. Well, that's going to mean writing another book. So you can start thinking about that, but you don't have to do that right away. You can take some time. So think about what you want to do next. Just remember, regardless of how your book does, don't worry about sales, reviews, charts, or anything like that, numbers. You've accomplished something that 80% of the population says they want to do, but only about, what, 1% to 3% actually ever do. So... Really, you should take a moment to to feel proud that you accomplished this, that you you put in the work, you put in the labor, and you put it out there. Because as I said before, you never know when the story or the, the skills or what have you that you're passing on in this content may help someone. It may impact someone. So know that your story has value. It has meaning to someone, and you may never even hear from that person but you should feel proud that you you put in the time and care into putting something out there. All right, there's no homework for this week. I want you to just, uh, if you're at this point, just take some time to yourself. The uh, write-up will be at bemovingforward.com. All right, part three, Joyland by Stephen King, four stars. This is a thriller and mystery about a young drifter who drops out of college. He's nursing a broken heart and decides to take a year off to work at an amusement park where he stumbles onto a murder mystery that happened in the past. I This was such a fun book. I, I'd been reading a lot of business books and um 
you know, uh, different genres, but uh, to come back to a book like this, Stephen King is always a great uh, writer to turn to, and I really enjoy this one. It's a fast read, uh, great characters, great plot, great writing, and my my one kind of issue with Stephen King is I don't always enjoy the endings of his books, but this one I actually did. I enjoyed it from from cover to cover, so this one was a really, really enjoyable read. All right, I'll be back next week at our regular schedule on Thursday. We're going to start a new mini-series. Have a great week, and remember, always be moving forward.